Welcome to our latest Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. I'm Grazia's Beauty Director, Jolie Walker, and thank you as always for being with us. This time, we have with us a legend in the reality TV world, joining us from the glamorous west coast of America. My name is Christine Quinn, and I am known for being the star of Selling Sunset. However, I am also an entrepreneur and a beauty and fashion icon. Coming up, how Christine stays on top of her beauty regime even when she's rushed off her feet. Yeah, I've noticed a lack of time for sure, but I'd rather put that in, you know, into my makeup routine. And the hair, if I have time, I'll, I'll do something fabulous. If not, I'll just throw it up. <laughs> now, there aren't many of us that can say this. Christine has created her own scent because everyone around her has copied her previous perfume choices. <laughs> I made my own perfume, believe it or not, because I got so tired of you know, everyone else smelling like me. There's, there was one perfume in LA that everyone was wearing. I, I, I started that fragrance. Like, no one knew what that was when it came out. And as always, we'll get Christine's biggest beauty blunder. For her, she's learned that sometimes it's better to go simple. The last ponytail that I had had about 30 pearls in it that were glued into my head. It took me like two and a half hours to get the glue out after that. It's another great edition of the show. Here comes Christine Quinn. Hello and welcome, Christine. How are you today? Hi, Jolie. I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm really well, thank you for asking. And I'm very, very excited uh, to have you joining us all the way from LA to give all of your amazing beauty tips, uh, which I have no doubt that you've got absolutely tons. <laughs> but I'd like to kick things off just by chatting about your kind of beauty style in general. So how would you describe your vibe? Are you kind of forever trying new products uh, or are you kind of faithful to those staples that you've had in your in your cabinet for years? Uh, you know, um, beauty is ever evolving like my fashion. I find myself, you know, always on the hunt for, you know, the best, the latest and the greatest, you know, the newest, the coolest products in terms of innovation and in terms of you know, ways to facilitate my lifestyle. So, you know, I used to be a really, really glam Barbie doll for a really long time. And I started getting recently a little bit more into, um, like, you know, the, the no, not like the no makeup, makeup kind of more natural look. So, um, I've been playing with that one a little bit and I just, I like to change it up and do different things. Um, whether it's rocking a spray tan or my natural color, things like that. Um, I, I'm always changing it up and going with the trends. And it sounds like you're just obsessed with beauty in general though. So you like to switch things up, but you're kind of from spray tans to obviously your amazing nails, hair, makeup, that you are a big, <laughs> you're a big beauty fan. Yes, absolutely. All around. <laughs> so let's go into your five best pieces of beauty advice then. And let's kick things off with hair. So you've no doubt picked up so many incredible tips in your career. And you also have the type of, you know, glossy shine that many of us blondes, myself included, can only dream of. But what is the one piece of advice that you want to share today for hair? The one piece of advice that I want to share for hair is the importance of silk and incorporating silk into your hair care routine. For me, I didn't realize that I was getting a lot of breakage from using regular cotton pillowcases. And I did research on silk pillowcases. They're the best for your hair. And also they keep, um, they maintain the natural oils. They don't strip it like cotton sheets do. And your hair doesn't get tangled at all. So it's just amazing to sleep in silk pillowcases every night if you can. And then also the hair ties that I use are silk hair ties as well. I think that's so important because 
I don't know, a lot of people still love those really, really thick black, you know, like cord type ponytails, you know, if you have really thick hair, but they're so damaging and they're so tight and they're so unnecessary. So I love a good silk scrunchie that really, really changes my life. <laughs> I am with you on that one. And I'm actually on holiday at the moment. I have brought a silk uh, pillowcase with me. Oh my god! So gosh. I'm definitely with you on the silk. Good for you. I know, that's commitment, right? I, I am proud of you. <laughs> well, thank you. No, definitely a good one. Do you take any supplements? I do, yes. I'm actually taking hair gain at the minute. And I take Amigas as well. I'm oh, kind of always nice. trying to boost my hair health. Do you ever take supplements for your hair? Absolutely. Um, I was taking Nutrafol for the longest time and I was getting really good results with that. And then um, my doctor told me to stop taking that when I got pregnant. So I stopped taking that and then I lost a lot of my hair after I had my baby. So now they came out with a postpartum formula, oh. which I'm like really excited about and it's perfect timing. So I've been taking the, the postpar- uh, postpartum formula and then a lot of fish oils and stuff like that. So you're big into the supplements too. And I guess for hair, but they also, you know, fish oils and things are great for skin as well. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, let's move on to makeup then and your best piece of makeup advice. Now, I've heard that you do your own makeup for the show, but you're also launching your own range with Ciate. Can you tell us about that and also your best piece of makeup advice? Yes, um, I'm so excited about that. Yeah, for um, the first two seasons, I always did my own makeup and I loved it. It was so much fun for me, but I got to a point where I really take my time with my makeup. It takes me like quite a while to do it. And I'm a perfectionist. So sometimes I just want to run out the door. So I have been using a glam team now and they make my life so much easier because they can do my face in about 30 minutes and it's great and I love that. But yes, I just got inspired because, you know, I could never find the perfect shade of red. And I was always like, wouldn't it be so great just to create like the perfect shade of red. And then I also love, you know, eyeshadow palettes, but I hated like, you know, you'd buy a palette and you'd like three of the colors and then the other, you know, six or whatever that are in the palette, you never use those colors. And so I was like, I want to make a palette that's very universal for all skin tones, browns that work for every color, of every skin tone. So that's pretty much what I did. It's a, it's a very beautiful neutral palette with some um, pinks in there and uh, mauves, browns, but um, it is perfect for literally everyone. And um, that's my, my favorite palette that I use. And then in terms of makeup, um, I'm always switching it up, but I am uh, obsessed with your um, iconic overcurl mascara I think is what it's called oh yes I love that mascara oh the brush is just like the perfect you get like the perfect curl and it's so thick and you can layer and I just love it I just love it love it love it and do you like to do the kind of same look when you're off camera and not filming or do you like to have kind of down days I know you spoke about the no makeup makeup trend as something that you're enjoying right now You know, when I'm not working, I'm never wearing makeup. However, if I want to leave the house and not look like a crazy person, um, I always put mascara on. So I would say the no makeup makeup look for me is really um, mascara and concealer with a little bit of bronzer and lip gloss. And that is it. That's my go-to. And I do that, um, you know, when I don't have a lot of time or even, you know, just when I want to look a little bit more 
natural. And do you have any tips for applying that? So whether it's concealer or mascara, kind of what are your tips, I guess, for getting ready in a hurry if you need to kind of dash out the door? What I always do is I always do mascara first because just in case there's any fallout and you have to wipe it. So I always start with my eyes, start with mascara and then um, the concealer. I like to um, kind of make a triangle around my eyes, bring it down to my nose. Also, I'll do a little bit, like a little bit of concealer um, on the creases of the sides of my noses, or my nose, where I get, like where it gets red, I guess. And then a little bit on the forehead and a little bit on the chin if I'm, you know, a little bit red that day. And I just use my beauty blender um, really quickly with water. I squeeze it out. Um, and then dab it with a towel, use my beauty blender, and then I love a nice um, setting powder over that. I'll do sometimes MAC because they have a really good coverage, or if I want something that's a lighter coverage, I'll do something like Laura Mercier. Um, Actually, Nikita Dragon makes a really good setting powder. I like hers a lot, so I'll use that. And then my favorite bronzers right now would have to be Dior makes really great bronzers as well. Yes, I love the new Dior bronzer, the one with the kind of yeah. C stamped into it. Such yes, a good one, exactly. really nice baked formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And has your makeup routine changed much since having, you know, your baby, which you spoke about, and your hair? Has your makeup uh, routine changed a lot? Do you have to get, you know, ready really quickly? Um, yeah, I find I find that I don't have as much time as I did before. So um, we have to do a lot and as much as we can in a really short period of time. So there's times where with my hair, I'm just like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll just leave it down. I won't even curl it, you know. So um, for me, makeup is a little bit more important than hair. Hair, you know, whatever. People understand, you know, I don't always have the time to do fabulous updos. But um, yeah, I've noticed um, a lack of time for sure, but I'd rather put that in, you know, into my makeup routine. And the hair, if I have time, I'll, I'll do something fabulous. If not, I'll just throw it up. Well, it always looks fabulous, whatever you do. So, um, <laughs> no, but you. I'm with you. I feel like a little bit of makeup, concealer, mascara, and like you say, good to go. <laughs> and we will be right back with Christine after this. So welcome back. And we are on your third piece of advice, Christine. And we're going to talk about treatments. So what is your best piece of treatment advice? Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't do facials. I'm probably the only person in the whole entire world who doesn't do facials or lasers or anything like that. I'm just, my skin is so sensitive, so I can't really do anything like that. However, I do love a lot of in-home routines. I love to start off with eye patches. There's a brand called Three Skin. It's got like the, it's like the Roman numerals. Um, three skin and they have really really great under eye patches that are so juicy and um, like stay to your skin and they don't slide down your face I absolutely love those and then they have masks that are really great as well hyaluronic acid is a really great one as well and then there's this really great skin treatment that I love when I feel myself breaking out it's called I'm going to butcher this name. I'm so sorry, Mario. Mario Betescu. Oh, yes. The classic. Yes. And I love that. I use that um, probably three, four times a week. I think that's so great. And then um, Sicily. I'm a huge brand. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Sicily. I love their night creams. There's this one called Rose Oil Night Cream, and it's, it's like a moisturizer, but it's like oil, and it's so 
like lux luxurious and just creamy and amazing and it makes my skin just feel so good and they also have um, an under eye serum as well and I, I just love all their products because they're all natural um, but in terms of treatments it's more like in-home treatments <laughs> maybe that's because of covid too my, my life shifted a little bit but it's all you know stuff that i can do at home from facials to you know creams and stuff like that i love that you've got your own kind of in-house salon going on there with your under eye patches and yeah face masks <laughs> pretty much also it's nice to be able to do on the on the time that you want you know you can kind of you're like oh and we even spoke a little bit before this podcast and you said I've got a face mask on now um you've been on a flight you're you know very busy and back to back so being able to fit those treatments in around your lifestyle as well <laughs> yep so for your fourth piece of advice let's talk about nails so you always have you know perfectly manicured nails and I need to hear this advice what is your best nail advice Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, for the longest time, I was doing sets of nails, which means, um, you know, I was getting the gel tip extensions. I was keeping them for a week, a week and a half, you know, maybe two weeks, and then taking them off and getting a new set. And I was noticing that my nails were getting thinner and thinner and thinner because it's so much wear on your actual nail. But I love my nails to be long. So my nail artist said, listen, why don't we just start with hard gel and you can just grow out your own natural nails underneath. That way I'm not removing full sets each time and your nails can remain strong. So that's something that I've been doing over the past three months and I really, really, really love because I'm looking underneath and like my nails are growing like they never would have grown before um, because of this gel, which is really great. Um, and I love that. And if I want to change the color, sorry, my my dog. Is that like your dog the in the toy. background? Love it. Oh my goodness. Um, yes, he wants to chime in, but um, I love it because if I want to change the color, you know, it doesn't affect the integrity of the nails or anything like that. Um, so I've really been into the um, the gel form manicures these days. Yes, I'm a big fan of a gel too. Oh, I love that you've got your dog in the background as well. I feel like we need video oh for God, this I, so we can I, I see. Feel so bad. <laughs> no, I'm, don't. I, I keep taking like his toys away. Oh, bless him! <laughs> I bet he's I'm got like, the big no. puppy dog eyes on you right now. <laughs> We're just trying not to look at him. <laughs> for your fifth piece of advice, let's talk about fragrance. So I've, I've read before that you know you're a total fragrance lover, and that you probably have about. 350 if not more fragrances is that right yes I do I have tons it's it's a problem it's a problem <laughs> very good problem to have but um, yeah. talk to me about your best piece of fragrance advice my best piece of fragrance advice would be when you're buying perfumes only buy something with a high oil concentration I think it's so important for the perfume to last. And a lot of people buy, you know, EDTs and they wonder why, hey, I sprayed this and I don't smell it anymore. Um, I think it's so in important to invest in the right perfume as opposed to a bunch of, you know, eau de toilettes that, you know, don't give you the results that you're really looking for. That's why I think it's so important to um, look at oil and the percentage that they use when you're buying it. Um, and also, which is actually why I, I made my own perfume, believe it or not, because I got so tired of 
um, you know, everyone else smelling like me. <laughs> There's There was one perfume in LA that everyone was wearing. And I got so tired. Like, I, I, I started that fragrance. Like, no one knew what that was when it came which, out. Which fragrance was it? Uh, I'm going to guess ba- what it is. Baccarat. Is it Maison Yes, thank you. I was, yeah, Baccarat yes. Rouge. I thought you were going to say that. Such an incredible fragrance, though. Yes, I love that fragrance. And I was wearing it for so long. But then, like, you know, my hairstylists were wearing it. My makeup artists were wearing it. I was like, what? I was like, no. So I just got so tired of it. I actually um, contacted a perfume uh, perfume house. And I made my own fragrance. And I wanted it to be a really high concentration of oil. So it's about 20 to 25% concentration of oil. So, um it lasts really long on the skin and um, it's a gourmand so it sm- smells very much like um, it has notes of almond, raspberry, it kind of smells like um, sexual cotton candy like for a grown-up. It's really really beautiful, it's a great oh. scent. So um, I've had a lot of people ask me um, <laughs> you know to sell that and so I've, I've kind of been selling that um, on my closet site but I need to scale up a little bit because I sold out of everything so within within a minute so I think oh, I might be in the good sign. I might be in the perfume industry next I don't know <laughs> So next time we speak to you on the podcast it's going to be perfume empire <laughs> I think so <laughs> I'm okay with it <laughs> I mean I'm okay with that I want to smell it I want to wear it, it sounds yeah brilliant I'll send you one as soon as um as soon as I get more um shipments in Oh, amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah. And that is our fifth piece of advice done. But we finish each episode with your final question, which is your biggest beauty blunder. So a light noted heart to finish on, you know, from waxing appointments gone wrong to um, we've had a lot of brow blunders. What would you say your biggest beauty blunder is? In general or just recently? In general. It can be any time or recently. Um, well, I'll just say I think my biggest beauty blender would be um, my hair because it's always such a situation to take out and I've worn ponytails the past two days in a row and um, they're so difficult to get out so difficult I'm like I don't know why I keep doing this to myself why do I keep torturing myself but the last ponytail that I had had about 30 pearls in it that were glued into my head and it took me like two and a half hours to get the glue out after that so I'm like okay no more no more hairstyles like this like I I did this for too long (laughs) nope 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 I'm just trying to preserve the integrity of my hair right now so um sorry there's not going to be as many crazy hairstyles on Selling Sunset season five right now oh my goodness (laughs) I was traumatized two and a half hours that's hilarious (laughs) It was bad. It was really bad. Also, that is commitment to the cause. <laughs> yeah, it was nutty. I had 30 beads in my head, like trying to pull them all out and then having to put remover in my hair and then just peel it out. Like it was like gum in your hair and it took so long. My husband and I were sitting in the shower like for two and a half hours trying to get it out. It was so bad. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so that's my beauty blender is all of my silly hair mistakes. Oh, well, I love it. No, thank you for sharing that piece of advice um, with your blender, but also your five pieces of an amazing advice. And they were all uh, really brilliant. So yeah, thank you for joining us and thank you everyone else for listening. Thank you so much. So great to have Selling Sunset's Christine Quinn on Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. Thanks again to her and thanks again to you for being with us. See you next time.